Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 106, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy over there is Mr. Rob Jelly Third. Hey there, Rob. Oh, hi there. <laughs> and welcome to this weird and wonderful corner of the interweb known as the Pilot Podcast. Do you think people are listening to this in bed right now? I'd like to think that occasionally someone sort of finishes a show and dips yeah. into the pilot thinking, do you know what? I've just finished that great show, mm-hmm. which you know was well recommended in the early stages of the pilot podcast. I need a new show now. Mm. If only I could find somewhere that recommend. Oh, of course, I could go to the pilot podcast. That's right. And then they go on to their podcast app of choice. They look for the pilot podcast yeah. and uh, ignore the American one because... Yeah, I'm sure they're okay. It's but... quite a similar American one, isn't there? Yeah. Where yeah. there's an American Robin Jed. It's an American remake of, yeah, uh, of, it, of our it, show. It's, essentially, it's like The Office, yeah. okay? Um, and unfortunately, this is only going to last two years, uh, like The Office in the UK did. And the American one will go on and on and on. Forever. Far more successful, make loads of money. Yeah. Um, but we were the original creators of it, so... <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, anyway, we should actually chat with them at some point, yeah. because it'd be good to hook oh, up should. with them. Oh, well, what I was thinking, because just before we press record, you you asked if I wanted this in mono or stereo mm. and I said mono and the reason for that is because if you're in bed this is the pilot podcast you don't want to be lying in bed with your eyes closed and imagine on your right hand side is Rob left yeah. hand side is me that'd be and weird ma- and perhaps a loved one is well, is either side of you as well yeah and it'll just feel weird like a weird like foursome two guys in bed with you and your partner yeah where, where, one, of the dog, four, where one of the four is asleep yeah that, it, that is creepy actually the more we say about it the, the creepier yeah. that sounds I mean we enjoy it but I don't know, don't oh. know about you guys I mean I'm always the big spoon for sure <laughs> I've got long arms so can we both be the big spoon to whoever's listening to this if you're in bed can right you, now can you double spoon someone is it possible to be double spooned? I think if they go into an S shape. I mean, you obviously you. Yeah, um, S shape. What you do you mean top and tail? One of us tops and tails. <laughs> I think that's the only way to do it. We're weirding ourselves out here, but we got, we've into this conversation now, so we're gonna have to suss it out. No, if, but I'm thinking because you can own because one person in a threesome. By, by <laughs> oh, the way, God. by the way, we will get to the actual TV shows we're reviewing yeah. this week shortly. Um, when you think about it, if you've got a threesome of spoonage, let's, let's yeah, not get yeah, anything yeah. else. Right, stop being rude. Okay. One person in the middle is the big and little spoon they're like the medium spoon that's right it, just like because you can put three spoons together yeah to store them away in the drawer yeah it's just just do you reckon thing. the spoons in your country drawer right now are looking at sort of you know there's a big sort of like conga line of spoons yeah in your drawer and what, i mean how do the forks feel about this because when you think about it forks fit together they really nicely off, but, yeah, but they, they they spoon nicely as well when you think true. about it in the cutlery drawer but do you think one of the spoons is going oh, I'm, I'm too hot for that i'm just that's it's also too very, hot yeah it's I, too hot i reckon they do have that conversation in the drawer in the summer when it gets a bit <laughs> yeah. too muggy and they're like guys come on seriously yeah. it's too warm for spoonage tonight yeah. stick a pillow between us yeah, it's too hot <laughs> Oh, this is exactly how the podcast starts. If this is the first one you've dipped into, thank you for uh, trying us out. Uh, we always have a little bit of banter at the start and uh, catch up and see how the weeks have been going. You're busy. 
extremely busy. That's probably why um, uh, we haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks. But yeah, um, yeah just, just doing fun stuff. Um, uh, we spoke before we hit record as well, and you were saying how you've basically written another new, brand new feature film in five days. Yeah, yeah. And my kind of aim is to do that every to every week, essentially try and write a film. Um because then I and on the sixth day of course the pilot podcast on the seventh day you rest <laughs> but then it's good because then I don't need to keep coming up with if I just keep doing it again and again and again yep. then at some point I can just just take a break and just you let my back catalogue you mean you're going to churn out 52 films a year I mean all bangers as well <laughs> like no fillers all killers and so modest yeah. so <laughs> modest as to be well fair, like the recent one is good um, yeah so just been doing that and awesome. uh, tapes and stuff of course and um, other stuff but how have you been? Yeah, good. Busy likewise. Um, uh, the early early breakfast show is going really well, um, but getting me up at the crack of dawn. I've been I doing saw some... you making uh, balloon animals. <laughs> right, if, that's so, not busy. No. Well, it, it flipping is. You, I tell you what, you turn up to a festival aimed yeah. at under fives with right. over 600 modelling balloons, you have a busy day. That, that sounds ideal. And I mean, they screaming at you. That is essentially like... I want a, I want a dog. I want a yep. giraffe. Done. Right. Tiger. Yeah. Do a tiger? Yeah. I can do tigers. I can do oh. dinosaurs. I can okay. do uh, flowers. I can do swords. I can do hats. Can you do Stegosaurus? Or was it just the uh, pocket? Actually, the Stegosaurus is the one I can make really quickly. Whoa, what? Um, yeah, no, seriously. Okay. So uh, so next week, so I'll bring... I don't believe this. Uh, next week, yeah. I'll bring you bring you a, a pre-made no, Stegosaurus no, 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 and, no, no, right. and yeah. I'll bring you a, an empty balloon. I'll teach you how to make one. Okay. Simples. Okay. How we many won't balloons like, do you need for Stegosaurus? One. I can make it with one. Okay, and we'll video it. We'll put it on the socials. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah definitely. And, and by the way, if you want to see the hat I made, yeah. um, it was a sort of 18-inch, two-foot-tall top hat. Um, I never saw that. Out of blue. It's my Twitter profile picture. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. I must have, have missed it. seen it? Yeah, oh, no. mate, you've missed an absolute treat here. This took me nearly two hours to make, mainly because I was <laughs> learning how to make it as I was going. Holy moly. Let's just clarify that right now. So that is what I... Oh, hang on a minute. It's going to take forever to load. That's what I wore to the event. Oh, I have seen this. Um, nice nice photo, by the way. Nice uh, depth of field there. Oh, it's a nice phone, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I wore that, and of course, when you're in the field with a lot of under fives and their parents, oh people, the kids are like, "I want one of them." Uh, we well, have, you can't have one of them because it takes like twelve balloons <laughs> and about an hour to make. When we did when we did Comic Con on a Saturday morning that time, all those screaming yeah. kids. Oh my god! Next time we do Comic Con, yeah. I'll bring balloons. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, but no balloons are needed for our two pilot shows today. However, I don't know how you feel about them. Mm-hmm. Both of them very nostalgic for me. Very Taking nostalgic. Back to growing up in the 90s. Also quite mental, quite like Yeah. It was like it felt both of them felt like Rick Mail if Rick Mail turned up it'd, it'd be fine, he'd be fit right in. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like Rick it's like the American Rick Mail. Yeah. Oh, in both, both of these awesome. shows in fairness. Yeah. Um, um but we'll start with your show this week and um it's actually a show we've previously mentioned on the pilot podcast take because 100. we talked about it in our theme tune special, Take 100, yep. because you put it up there as being one of the best TV theme tunes of all time. Yep. And a quick uh, point of reference, we're going to play a little snippet of it in a second for you, but the entire full-length version gets played at the very start of episode one, which yep. in my book 
tech. Yeah. And you don't even get like the shortened version. You get the full version yeah. on day one. I like that a lot. And it's like that is the pilot. The, the theme song is a pilot episode in itself. It, oh. That tells you the whole story. Yeah. Almost the perfect theme song. That's what you kind of need. Yeah. Um, and it says the title, of course. So that, Almost. So yeah. let's cut to the chase. Yeah. Because uh, you picked five theme tunes at Take 100. Yes. Which one are we talking about? Jed Shepard. We are talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. What a tune. Also, if you want to yeah. hear this being performed on an acoustic guitar, yeah. and rapped by Jed Shepard and I... Most people do. Yeah. Take 100 yeah. of the pilot podcast. When they bring Fresh Ones to Pep Bel-Air, with yep. me and you... Yep. Um... That is, it's going to be that. We're going to actually re-record yeah. it acoustic guitar style. And we're in it. We're, we're not Fresh Prince. Nope. We are um, Aunt Viv and, well, and Uncle. No, well, no, no. I'm just going to say you're you're playing you. Okay. Because Will Smith plays himself. Right, right, right. So Jed Shepard's going to play Jed Shepard, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to play Jeffrey, the butler. Okay. So why I turn up at his house in Bel Air and yeah. just be like, set Airbnb a bit weird. Follow me, Master Jed. And I'll just be like, just, just, just. Just call me just Jed. Just call me Jed. Just Jed. <laughs> no, Master Jed. There is a certain decorum around here. Um, I love this show. It's so much fun, and there's lots of criteria we'll discuss about. You know, with the with the kind of things we look for in a, in a perfect pilot podcast. Yeah. But it's, it's first impressions. My first impression is Will Smith. Even at this very young age, is an absolute star. Yeah. Like no, he's you, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, you can say a lot about him now. He's maybe mixed up in a few weird Scientology things, whatever. Blah blah blah. But he is an like you said, force of nature, absolute MVP. Not only of this show of the nineties, essentially. Yeah. He is so so good and so confident. Um, it, and, he just and, came. And like, you say nineties as well. This this first episode, which is called the Fresh Prince Project, yeah, uh, aired on the twenty first of February, nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Wow. Um, so given you know that he was. Whether he did much before this, I'm not entirely sure. Don't I quote me on it. But think so. He just he was a this rapper. is early '90s. Yeah. And from here on in, it's just the Will Smith show from 1991 onwards. Isn't yeah. It? So he was known as a rapper, the Fresh Prince, uh, along with uh, Jazzy Jeff, um, who is sometimes in Fresh Prince of Bel Air as uh-huh. his mate um, and DJ. He always gets thrown out of the house. Um, and uh, the rest of the cast is, is really good. He has a cousin called Carlton, who infamously is very geeky and um, posh and posh and Will refers he they say that when they were kids they were mistaken for brothers and Will uh, says apart from being about 12 inches different in yeah, height he says don't worry you'll never be mistaken for a brother um, in reference <laughs> to him not of being very um, posh looking um, and I think one of the other MVPs in this is um, Uncle Phil James yeah. Avery who I believe is I think he died like not so long ago yeah <laughs> As Uncle Phil, he's brilliant because he he walks the line of being a scary kind of headmastery type uh, character, but also you, you find out like in his past he was a bit like Will. He was came from Grew the streets. The streets. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was actually at the uh, talks that um, that Ma- Malcolm X gave, and he was there, and he actually did it rather than just having a poster on your wall. Um, and we come to learn about it uh, now, and that's the beauty of New this. New Year's uh, Eve, twenty thirteen, he died. Six, 30, six wow, years ago. Wow. 
Wow. Um, you've also got his little uh, uh, female cousin, uh, Tatiana Ali. Yep. Um, um, who plays Ashley. Ashley Banks, who's even at that age as well. She's like cute, but she's also like really, really good and like a almost like a prodigy of acting because like she's so so good. Um, yeah, and, and Hillary Banks, the kind of like slightly older female cousin, um, played by Karen Parsons, who everyone uh, everyone fancied her. Yeah, everyone fancied Hillary. Still now, I bet, I bet everyone still fancies her. Um, Jeffrey the Butler, played by Joseph Marcel, an English actor, yep. who's absolutely Class. brilliant. Everyone in this is brilliant. The only one who would cast say for this first, yeah. especially for the pilot episode, yeah. it's only the immediate family. Uh, Will and Jeffrey the butler yeah. who you kind of really meet in this you get a few satellite characters which are just just for one-offs I guess in this pilot but it's yeah. pretty much focused on the central central core family yeah. to really kind of set the tone ultimately it's episode one this is what yeah. you want to do you need to set out all the introduce the characters yeah. the interactions between the two the, the one person in, in this who maybe isn't the greatest is Aunt Viv and after a couple of seasons they quietly get rid of her and replace her with another actress they yeah, because she didn't get on with any of the cast. And oh. I saw a programme that's like, where are they now? And it was Aunt Viv, the original Aunt Viv. She came on, she slagged off Will Smith, wow. slagged off everyone. Um, yeah, she she hates them all. Um, but yeah, so this episode is about Will Smith. Uh, he's trying to get away, and the theme song explains it. He's trying to get away from his kind of like thuggish life, hanging around gangs and stuff in Philadelphia. He got beaten up. So um, Bel Air, the rich area of America uh, in L.A., uh, he goes there to stay with his uncle, who's very posh. They try and get him mixed up in the in the kind of more uh, slightly upper class world uh, that he's not used to. So it's a fish out of water story. All right. So quick question uh, to throw in at this point: um, yeah. How do you feel about this situation? Like this this idea that a mother would send her child across country to her sister because yeah. it's um, Vivian's sister's boy who yeah. Will is and Uncle um, Phil makes that clear Uncle Phil, yeah because Uncle Phil's very much like he's not biologically mine he's just by <laughs> yeah. marriage um, I, I don't know how I feel about this 1991 we've what talked about shows in the in the 80s that tackled things like single parenting and things like that yeah. several times throughout the last 100 plus episodes we've done and they generally try to sort of touch on social situations and the way that society is sort of evolving and changing. Uh, just this whole idea of sending your child away from the rough and ready to go to a sort of more well-to-do place for opportunity, I don't quite understand the choice. I know I, I'm thinking way too deep well, about something you're here. Not, you're but, not, you're not, but I, I, can, I can give you an answer for that. So he was on uh, this playground where he spent most of his days... <laughs> chilling out and blacks and all cool yeah um a couple of guys they, yeah. they were they were up to no good all right and they started making trouble in his neighborhood uh, he got into one little fight just one yeah okay. and his mum yeah got scared. scared yeah she got scared and then she basically said you move with your auntie and uncle in bel-air um and that was okay. basically to get him away from the trouble because she, she she might have seen a pattern and obviously you're from philadelphia that area isn't so good well, back then it wasn't so good it's probably a little bit better now but um, isn't it the whole thing of you know running away from a problem and not trying to solve the problem from inside if you've got the option to go and live with your rich family in bel-air yeah but it wasn't his option he was sent by yeah. mum no choice mm-hmm. um 
and, clear, and clearly, and clearly, he feels like he's at home back in Philly. Yeah, you know, playing basketball out in the streets and things like that. He he's quite of that scene. And when you, he's it's immediately obvious when he arrives, mm-hmm. he doesn't fit in in Bel Air. So they're trying to force him to change. Yeah, which actually brings me on nicely to the point where there is a conversation between Will, because he plays himself, and Uncle Phil mm-hmm. towards the end ish, where they have a thing about how. Will accuses Uncle Phil of forgetting his you know, where he's come from. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sort of reference to a Malcolm uh, ex post. I really on, like on that the, bit. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's mm-hmm. actually a lovely, lovely moment yeah. for something that is as fun and as silly and as cheeky as this show is. There is some actual real gritty um, issues tackled in yeah. that in that very much that nature of like you know, oh Uncle Phil, you wouldn't understand. You know, you've forgotten where you've come from because mm-hmm. you used to grow up and that you grew up in the streets like I did. Yeah. This, that, and the other. He goes, yes, but I got a way to better myself. Yeah. And things like that. And I sort of understand that, yeah. but because Will was sent away mm-hmm. against his excuse the pun will um you know it, it feels like I don't, I don't understand why that was well so you see at the start with carlton so um carlton sees the malcolm x poster and will's like that's a bit of a hero of mine and then will says to him who are your heroes and he said well my dad and i think that was interesting because yeah uncle phil should be will's hero um because he came from the streets he made good he is a partner at a big law firm absolutely bloody minted he is a black man in a white world essentially living in bel-air he has done well he's got nothing to be um embarrassed about the fact that he's made good they should be proud of the fact he sort of against adversity made something of himself for sure but what should have been maybe they should have done this in the later season is send carlton to philadelphia and had a swap because yeah. I think Carlton needs to learn about more of the real world. Um, so it's almost like this fantasy world mixed with this real world. And the thing is, like, the thing that I always found funny about this, and I didn't realise when I watched this as a kid, but as an adult, being gone, going to, L- to LA countless times, um, you're in Bel Air, you, you, you're very close to really impoverished areas it's not Bella isn't Bella isn't that big you can walk down the road and you'll have basketball courts galore yeah but then the same could be said for anywhere in the world London's yeah. a great example we're in it right now we're in the east end of London yeah um, and when you think within probably one mile yeah in any direction yeah you can be in like six or seven different well Canary Wharf's s- just s- there well exactly you, we can see Canary Wharf yeah. and we can see some flats which are going up in the east end and I know for a fact having looked at them mm-hmm. they're one bedroom apartments and they're like a million quid they've got cinemas no, and stuff and, and size, I'm not yeah. making that's not an exaggeration for dramatic purposes yeah. I've actually looked it up and mm-hmm. they are about a million yeah. pounds yeah. for a one bed apartment yeah. now you go a mile in the other direction and you can be in some places that, okay, are still quite expensive because we're in the East End. It's well connected via the train system and such. Yeah. But you can be in places which are looked upon as being quite run down mm-hmm. and um, for whatever reason, just not sought after locations anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's a mad thing to think that, you know, you only have to go a mile that way or a mile that way. Mm-hmm. And be in two different worlds, and and Bel Air very much I understand yeah. is, is that same. That's Canary Bel Air is Canary Wharf, yeah. <laughs> and down the road from Bel Air is wherever, yeah. And it could be very much considered the same thing as I don't know, like the likes of East Ham or something like that. Well, like Com- is, Compton isn't a million yeah, miles yeah. away from there. Like, so th- this is why it's it's not technically a fish out of water because it's a fish 
in a slightly different area of the tank, really. That's what that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's because true. Because he 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 still no has access. No longer a bottom feeder. Yeah. More of a grazer at the top. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it's not he's not really hard done by. He's he's got this amazing life now. He's got everything he ever wants. Got a, a family around him, and he can just walk down the road and play basketball if he wanted to. Mm. There's still still be people trying to beat him up his LA. Um So yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's obviously a cartoon version of what like, a posh family is because obviously they don't just listen to classical music and play the piano. But that was really interesting where, where Phil thinks of him as like a ruffian and then Phil walks away and then Will starts playing some classical music on the piano and he's like, what? <laughs> Yeah, um, exactly. Cheesy, uh, but uh, like it. It is cheesy, and actually, but it's nice that they didn't then address that straight off the back of it. Like there was no conversation. Yeah, there was just a sort of unspoken agreement between the audience, us, yeah. and Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. That while Uncle Phil has sort of, you know, um, kind of. <laughs> He's proven not his had a go, Yeah, not had a go at Will as such, but try, at least try to highlight the the different world that he's now in and yeah. how he has to sort... He does have to think about how he behaves and, and whatnot, but how Phil was a bit quick to judge Will on the surface just because he doesn't know how to wear a cummerbund mm. and he wore it around his chest basically yeah yeah and he wore a flat you know his baseball cap yeah. with his tuxedo and his trainers yeah. and you Mike know Jordan's whilst yeah. nowadays that would be quite a cool trendy thing to do yeah 1991 that was just like what are you doing funnily enough in the next show that exact same thing happened absolutely which we'll talk about in a bit yeah. um yeah so th- that scene especially it showed that um Uncle Phil, there's more to him than Will thought, and vice versa, there's more to Will than Uncle Phil um, thought. Yeah. The only one who's quite... There's two characters here that are very one-dimensional, and that's Hillary and yep. Carlton, who are just posh, spoiled brats. Yep. Um, Tatiana Ali, um, Ashley, is the only one who's trying trying to kind of like... She other things she wants to listen to rap music. She's she doesn't got, rap yeah, at dinner. She's clearly got a bit of a... Um, rebellious side yeah. because she sees you know cousin Will appear and she's like okay this is my kind of person this yeah. is what I actually want to be like just mum and dad won't let me yeah so do you ever see any of um, Tatiana Ali's uh, solo uh, songs that she released like in the no. 2000s pretty good yeah quite soulful uh, like TLC type stuff um, but yeah I mean just just overall this episode was a strong episode of very um, good Fresh Prince of Bel-Air not overcomplicating it as well no. which you know uh, well, we've watched lots of shows which have got incredibly complex stories storylines that are being set out right at the start yeah and they've got very deep characters and you get a little insight into each of them and you do likewise here mm-hmm. um and i think it's quite good that they focus on will and one other being uncle phil yeah and they have that little thing at the end of that conversation and suddenly you kind of like you know a bit more about will yeah you know a little bit more about uncle phil which mm-hmm. at the start of the episode you wouldn't have even guessed yeah and then I hope that they kind of they introduce you to enough of the other characters that you think, okay, we'll hope we'll find out a bit more about Carlton. Maybe Carlton's got some other layers. Maybe mm-hmm. Hillary's got some other layers. Maybe Vivian's got some other layers. Maybe Jeffrey's got some other layers as well. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah. I, I love this a lot. I yeah, don't me too. think I'd ever seen it. I've I've seen this episode. A I've bunch seen of lots times, of Fresh yeah. Prince, but I'm not sure I'd ever seen this this pilot episode. And good news for um, Netflix subscribers: the entire six seasons are available now. I'm going to watch them all on Netflix. Do you know what? It's, it's something that's great to have one in the background as well because you don't necessarily need to pay attention because every episode is very similar yeah um, but that's not a bad thing no it's not sometimes we say that you know you have to have a show that uh, you know you've got to pay attention to yeah. from start to finish and mm-hmm. one of the commandments is would you pause for a pee we mm-hmm. can answer that in a second yeah. um, but sometimes a show that doesn't require your undivided attention 
is exactly what you want. Yeah. So for those times when you're just, you know, milling around and you want 25 minutes of television that's just going to be entertaining, mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I think, yeah. is got to be on the list definitely. for consideration. And you can definitely tell that um, from this that Will Smith was going to be a massive star. Yeah. Um, he's just genius absolutely genius in it and yeah, yeah very very All good right. pilot so we shall review the uh, the pilot episode only against the ten commandments which we've come up with uh, for pilot television if this mm-hmm. is the first time you joined us on the podcast uh, thanks again we have ten kind of th- criteria facets that we look uh, that's a good word yeah. uh, that we kind of look and compare every show to yeah in trying to find the ultimate TV pilot, which is essentially the quest we are on. Yeah. Maybe for the we found it. seventh time. Sixth time, sorry. Maybe whatever's at number one right now is the best pilot and we'll never get better. Yeah, this could be it. Yeah. We'll find What's out number shortly. number one at the moment? Blue, is it Blue 18. Panic? Is it 18? Um, there's the league table. Yes, 18 is top, but it's joint top. Yeah. With Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories, Ooh. Cowboy Bebop, Ooh. and Planet Earth. Oh, brilliant. So we have really got some diversity brilliant. going on in our... Oh, um, wow. Cable <laughs> number one. Joint yeah. number one. Joint number one. Wow. Yes, Amazing. 19 it. out of 20. Yeah. Because the Cowboy Bebop Netflix show is going to start filming soon. Live um, action. Live action. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Looking forward to it. Okay, right. So let's get on to my show then. Let's do it. Uh, because we have another show to review. We like to put one against another. Yeah. Um, and we're going to just fast forward a couple of years to 1996 for this next one but another American silly sitcom uh, of my choosing with an excellent theme tune as well which I shall hit play on shortly once I tell you it's Keenan and Kel oh here it goes Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Keenan and Kel to keep you laughing in the afternoon. So don't touch that dial on me. I love iron soda. I love. Mm-mm. <laughs> Alright, well, actually, we should we should retract that because technically they don't say that in this pilot episode. But it doesn't say no. There's no orange soda comment in this. He drinks it. He drinks. Definitely drinks, he drinks orange it, soda. Yes, he does. But the, the, that that famous line from Keenan and Kel yeah. isn't in the pilot episode. Really? No, it's not. But anyway, um, oh, we'll come back to that. Yeah. We'll come back to the orange soda thing and the and the famous quotes and things that come from the shows. There's some famous quotes in this specific episode as well. They, they start and land in the That I'm going to bring one. forward into every other show after this. Okay, <laughs> like, good, good. Ah, oh, here it goes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, pilot uh, episode, uh, well, episode number one, uh, probably is right to address this at yeah, the point. Yeah, let's address this uh, right now. The Tainting of the Screw. Uh, <laughs> Great name. August the 17th, 1996 yeah. uh, is episode one of season one. However, mm-hmm. it turns out that there is actually a pilot episode which was possibly aired right. unfound i couldn't see it anywhere yeah, we uh, on the vi- on the vast interweb uh, but apparently was um released a month earlier than that in july of 96 okay called pilot um from the synopsis on imdb it says keen and Nikel try to buy a car but encountered difficulties while trying <laughs> having watched Episode one, the yeah. tainting of the screw. I can only imagine the shenanigans. Exactly. So that's that's cleared up. So if anyone who spots uh, the pilot episode kicking around the internet, let yeah. us know on Twitter, yeah, and, and we'll, we'll happily we'll go back it. and watch it and, and give you that address. It. Yep. Uh, another twenty-five minute show as well, which is great. So another short, sharp show, silliness, very light, very frivolous, uh, frivolous. Um, 
intro straight in mm-hmm. great theme tune as well next time we consider doing a theme tune special i yeah. think keenan and kel needs to go on it because <laughs> i'm looking forward to doing the acoustic version with kenny and you in the near future oh yeah <laughs> that'll be amazing um but also this is a really interesting show and i totally forgot that they did this because at the start of the episode yeah and all subsequent episodes after this mm-hmm. they do this part where they're on stage in front of the live audience yeah. they come through the curtain and sort of like a variety show yeah. introduce themselves and you know say welcome to the Keenan and Kel show yeah um, have a little bit of interaction with the audience mm-hmm. and then they open the curtains and then they're on set yeah in the situation that they're about is about to unfold yeah there's a few shows that kind of did that around that time because I couldn't think of any what are there's they the Chappelle show maybe there's a couple of years afterwards um, uh, Peel and Key, Key and Peel they did it like in the 2000s um, I heard Seinfeld of that one. Of, Seinfeld obviously did it in the early 90s where he always, always starts with him on stage and then he goes into the sitcom element yeah it's true um, but, yeah that's true so maybe it's a bit of a Seinfeld thing. Yeah, but I, I, I loved it. I loved it. I think it's genius. Yeah. I think it works really, really well. Yeah. And um, I think it allows for a little bit more weirdness. Yeah. And and it always starts with Keenan uh, Thompson, who, even as a kid, you see him right now on Saturday God, Night Live like, Are they week. young or what in this? Oh, my God. Young and absolutely talented. And he's still talented right now, Keenan. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely adored uh, the, the start of this. I just loved the kind of... The preamble. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a fantastic concept. This is the sort of variety show I think we're missing in 2019. We really are. Um, I would love to bring something like this back in whatever guys it was, whoever it was. That, I just think this sort of thing is definitely, you if you do it right, would sweep the floor mm. with whatever television is on at the same time as it. It yeah. would just clean up. Yeah. Because um, I love this kind of thing. <laughs> they introduce it. Kel comes out through the curtain after Keenan's had a little chat with them, uh, dressed in complete fishing gear, and we're talking waders up Slaps to the chest. Slaps him on the head with a fishing, uh, fishing rod. hat. He's got a he's got a bucket and a fishing rod, um, and you just think, what is already like two minutes in? You're like, what is going on here? This is silly. Um, and admittedly, if you know you're not in the mood for silly TV, this is absolutely the show that you should not watch because it will just make you angry. Because it's, just, I think, I think sometimes when you watch silly television yeah. or a silly film, if you're not in the mood for it, it can just make you annoyed. This would never annoy me. It's, it's just too much fun. No, I know, but if, like, if you're in a bad mood, yeah. this is exactly the thing not to watch. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Really? Because I think the silliness of it, yeah, would annoy you. I found if you're in a bad mood, maybe, maybe if you're in a, really bad in a bad mood, mood yeah, so. exactly. You're not in a bad. Yeah. You, I've never seen you in a bad mood. I don't. You do never seen moods. me in one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I'm too lazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's too much effort. Except for if we go back and we think of all the times I've won the pilot uh, podcast. All right, shut up. Then, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, so they do this this little amble, and, and obviously the, the the preamble is all set up to give you some sort of in to the yeah. story that's about to unfold. Mm-hmm. The curtains open, the set is already there, this cast on the stage as it were, the camera pans in and suddenly, bang, you're in the show. Yeah, and they uh, work in a shop. That's the yeah. usual set. Yeah, they usually work in the shop, but there's also the um, set in uh, Keenan's Ke- house. bedroom. Keenan's house yeah. in general, so the kitchen front room and his bedroom. Yeah. Um, and Kel seems to always spend all his time at Keenan's <laughs> house. They nev- I don't think they ever really ever go to Kel's house in, from memory, remember, yeah. but certainly not in the pilot episode anyway. Um, and the premise to this whole episode is that uh, Keenan and Kel are at home alone. Mum and Dad have gone out to do it through a thing and they're going to watch the TV they're going to watch the basketball and they make some sandwiches 
Uh, what Ke- kind of sandwiches? Keenan comes into the front room to put the TV on and shouts to Kel, who's in the kitchen, hey, bring my sandwich. <laughs> yeah, sandwich. Um, and from what I can tell, Kel has basically... Basically just poured a sauce, a condiment of choice, on a big piece of salami. That's what it looked like. Ham, from, I think it's Or ham. is it ham? Is yeah. it? Okay, because he's obsessed with he ham. He loves ham. Which you also find out in this episode yeah. too. Uh, Keenan, on the other hand, has got a tuna and mustard sandwich. Mm, a Luna tuna. A Luna tuna, which you come to find out a little later on because that's the brand of tuna um, that they end up going to see headquarters of and the, and the boss of. Yeah. Because upon eating said tuna sandwich, Keenan starts to choke. Jeez. He's got something stuck in his throat. Oh, no. What is it? I, well, I don't know. Because okay. he, he's, he's like... Give him the Heimlich maneuver. He's like, oh, you're hungry. So Kel's like, What's it, you choking? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's pointing at his stomach and he's like, oh, you're hungry. Like, and he stops, like mid-choke, looks at him with a disapproving look as if to say, are you some sort of idiot? And then carries on choking. Nice little moments like that just add to the... Sort of, the, it's like the breaking of the fourth wall, isn't it? Yeah. To I remind thought, you that it's not real. It's all a bit of a, a bit of a farce. I I thought they were going to do the whole joking stroke choking uh, trick, um, kind of pun, where where someone goes, "I'm choking." So we'll be serious then. Oh no, but I'm choking. Oh, I, oh I thought okay. they were going to do that because that, that, that that's kind of the Nickelodeon type. Yeah, that's very much the the Nickelodeon yeah. for, for for comedy for sure. That happened to me. That happened to me once. I um was once for some reason trying to down a whole bottle of Coke in one go. And Story then, for another time. Yeah, but no. Well, the, then I was started ch- choking, and I basically spat this drink out onto this girl's. This girl had like beautiful long hair. Spat like basically the contents of my date? throat. No, no, she was just walking in front of me. Oh, oh, just all, all all down her her beautiful hair, and she turned around. And said, what are you doing? It's like. Sorry, I was choking. It's not very funny. Like, no, I'm choking. Um, yeah. You've actually lived the choking I've, I've joke. I've lived the choking oh. joke, yeah. <laughs> Only you could have done that. Um, and I bet you were in LA or something, weren't you? No, this was, this was in King's Cross. Stockholm in was, Sweden or something. No, I think, I think it was a corroded, uh, just after corroded disco or some weird thing. Like of, course it was. of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was after a roller disco. <laughs> anyway, the yeah. choking joke didn't happen in this yeah. episode. It happens in Jed's actual life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, she performs the, the Heimlich manoeuvre, which you're not allowed to call it anymore, apparently. Um, comes? Lawsuit. Just to pay Mr. Heimlich? No, because if you do it wrong and someone dies, they don't want to be oh, sued for it. Anyway, don't, okay. let's not get into all that. I, yeah. I can't, don't know the details. Um, chokes, uh, chokes on something. Kel squeezes him. He coughs up whatever it is he's choking on. Turns out it was a screw mm. in a can of tuna. Yeah. So they look at like all the options of like you know how, well that's not right that should so they essentially try to sue the yeah. company. Doesn't who their boss the in the shop tell them that once there was a guy who sued for ten mil for ten yeah million. for quite a lot of money yeah um, for having found something in something yeah I can't remember exactly what it was um, this is after the orange soda uh, moment so Kel and Keenan work in this shop they're just sort of shop bods um, and Keenan is um, behind the counter doing some stock taking or pricing and things Kel is just basically milling around and helping himself to the produce uh, specifically the big large bottle of orange soda which as we've already mentioned uh, has a tag so a catchphrase Um, who loves orange soda I love orange soda (laughs) is it true Mm -hmm. I do I do I do 
Yeah, so that happens quite a lot in the later episodes, but doesn't happen in this pilot, which I was hoping it was going to. Yeah. Um, I, I want to get some more soda on the way back. Yeah, we should. We yeah. should get some on the way out. Uh, but there is a few catchphrases um, that's, that this show is famous for. That is very much one of them. Uh, the other is something that happens right at the start and at the end, actually. Oh, here, yeah, here goes. Yeah. Uh, which is Kel's line into the show and out of the show at the very end. They go to the Looney to- uh, Luna Tuna HQ after having a bit of chit chat about you know what they should do. They took it to the press, didn't they? Uh, they were going to go to the press, generate some traction. Yep. Um, they had a practice trial uh, after the offer of a million dollars was rejected by Keenan. He's like, nope, ten million, or I'll see you in court. <laughs> so they see them in court. Yeah. Uh, and he wears a bow tie yeah. and everything. This is just genius. So silly. Yeah. But so good. In court, he wore um, his cap, his a, a bow tie over a t-shirt. Yep. Uh, exactly tr- like Will, Will Smith does. Yep. And uh, and and trainers. Um, but what, what I wanted to ask you is, so the so this whole thing was for ten million dollars. It was. What would you do with ten million dollars? Oh. If you if you choked on that that Casper lollipop uh, fake candy stick candy yep. sticks that's um, here at Post Pop HQ all this Harry Bow Marshmallow which they call Chimellos choked yep. on one of these yep. I'd first of all say you're a Nancy boy <laughs> because you, how are you how are you choking on a marshmallow well they're quite big yeah um, nom 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 and if you won 10 million yep someone had to dress up like Casper the Friendly Ghost and give you a, a check for 10 million dollars right what would you do with it what in general the whole sort of plan yeah <laughs> like probably buy myself a nice gaff mm-hmm. here in post uh, yeah probably live on this yep. yeah mm-hmm. and i'd also probably buy one somewhere else abroad okay so I've got a holiday home we'll go like nuts i wouldn't go spending like four million quid on a house either because that's stupid i'd rather spend like a sensible amount of money on a house a house that's practical and in a place i like and have two um Obviously, I, buy, I should have started with this, actually. I would obviously buy a jet ski. Why? Because they say that money can't buy your happiness. But have you ever seen anyone on a jet ski not happy? Well, probably not, no. no exactly. Any, anyone you see on a jet ski is always happy. Okay. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, yeah, but what about you when you come off? Well, you're not on the jet ski, are you? That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thought this one. Loophole. Yeah, um, <laughs> you thought this one. <laughs> see, I thought this through. Um <laughs> Because actually that argument came up once. I said, said you've never seen anyone happy on a jet ski? And they went, yeah, what about when you fall off? I went, ah, oh, yeah, but they're falling off, haven't they? <laughs> That's why they're not happy. They're not on the jet ski anymore. So I'd buy a jet ski. Okay. I'd probably actually, here's the other thing. Well, it's, a, it's been a little thing of recent. I've got the urge to get my helicopter's pilot's license. Okay. So I'd buy a helicopter. Right. Half a million quid. So how much they cost? Yeah, I'd look up. Yeah, right. Four little four-seat helicopter. Mm-hmm. Learn how to do that. Four seats. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do, do the podcast from there up here. Abs- of course right. we would. Okay. We've got a fancy headphones then, haven't we? Yeah. And the big microphones. <laughs> That's true, that come yeah. on. So we've got to do one on a helicopter yeah. now. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that I would, with some of the money, like help family out, friends out, um, and just kind of set myself up for a bit of luxury, really, because why would you not? 10 million wouldn't last very long, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You could probably spend probably all of that fairly quickly. Whereas, say, like the Euro Millions, which is about 70-odd million tonight, yeah. um, that, I'd go, right, 20 million quid. I've got to go absolutely bananas with. Mm-hmm. I'd put the other 50-plus million in a bank and just live off the interest of that for the rest of my life. <laughs> but for tw- uh, 20 million quid, you could go absolutely bananas with, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. you know, I'd, I'd probably build, like, a massive, crazy golf like That's good. thing somewhere in a house. 
And design it yourself with all yeah. the... Oh, yeah. yeah. And it would be crazy. Like, none of this, like, crazy golf stuff that you get now, like, you know, in, in sort of seaside resorts and things, which yeah. is like, little hill here, a little windmill. No, it'd be mental. Like, it'd be absolutely stark raving bonkers. Like, I'd have a live badger, you know, involved somewhere. <laughs> the dangerous, you know? those badgers. Like, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. It is crazy It would golf, be crazy. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, no. Skip the badger. Mm-hmm. I'd, have, I'd have a fleet of gibbons. A fleet of them. I'm not sure if it's actually called a fleet, they're, they're but up, it is now. Their upkeep would be very expensive. Oh, mate, I've got 10 million quid. True. Hmm. I'd have, that would be crazy. <laughs> Playing golf. There'd be an underwater hole, obviously. Okay. Which would be impossible to play because the ball would always float. <laughs> yeah. I'd make sure the ball was, float, was, was light enough to float. So that'd be crazy. A zero gravity room. <laughs> that's that's going to be more than 10 million. <laughs> Getting carried away with 10 do you know what quid, I would do? Though. Anyway, yeah. More importantly, what would you do with 10 million quid? I would take a year off from doing everything. Right. Uh, I'd buy a purpose-built small house, but purpose-built for this one one reason. It would be a big cinema TV. Yeah. Big cinema. Linked up to Mario Kart. Yep. Eight-player eight Mario Kart. Yep. The other seven players. Yep. Would be... The five of them from Steps. Okay, yeah. And me and you. And we'd spend a year... There's eight of us. There's only six... There's only seven people. Um, oh, and... So you you are one. Yeah. Steps makes six. I'm seven. And... Okay, let me think one more person. Oh, you see, you've missed a trick here. You've... you've You've, you've asked all of steps. That's the problem. <sighs> yeah, that's always my problem. You've, you've gone in too hard on this. Okay, and the last... You could have had Sugar Babes and no, Tommy no, Kitten. No, no, no. Okay, okay, I've got, I've got it. I've got it. The, per- the perfect eight. Me, you, yep. steps, yep. and the survive and the surviving brother from uh, Chuckle Brothers. Nice. Because what's he up to now? Not- Getting for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so that 10 million would pay for all of their wages and their upkeep they've got to stay there for a whole they'll just be like can we go home no I'm nope. paying you um, but how now- long do you think you could keep them for 10 million quid by the way sorry we'll get back to the uh, <laughs> f- uh, the what are we talking about Keenan and Mikel in a minute we stream on Twitch and people at first will be like what is this mentalness so it's but- like a 24 hour streaming service which only streams the 8 player game of Mario Kart which includes the 5 members of Steps yeah the surviving Chuckle Brother which yeah. I think is Paul. Paul you and me yeah for a year for a whole year we purpose-built building where one side's a big window so yeah. people can just like watch oh okay so we can well. live watch it yeah yeah you can live watch it as well Char- maybe charge tickets for it that's a good shout um, but revenue by the end, t-shirts, of the end of the year bum bags that 10 million would have generated into 100 million through advertising you know when you think of an idea yeah right and you share that idea with people yeah. and then afterwards someone suggests something better and you immediately regret all the things you said out loud. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Someone's going to do that. Guys, if you're thinking out there of making steps into an eight-player uh, Mario Kart, but, but no joke, I, I am actually thinking of, um, there's a place called Deptford Cinema near me, right. which is like a, um, a cinema in the, in the basement of this shop, basically. About 30 seats. And I'm thinking of holding weekly uh, to- like all-nighter right. tournaments. Okay, good. Why? How have we only? Just, oh, by the way, we will wrap up the well, uh, the yeah, we'll get in a minute. How have I only just learned about this? Because we mean? should be. Why don't we just hire it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like half a day. Yeah. Watch the pilot episodes of the shows together. That's good. With a group of people. Yeah. And we do a recording straight off the back of it. We can order we can in. Do we, can, that. we can Uber eat some pizza in. We can do that actually. Yeah, they're up for ideas. Seriously. Like that. 
Okay. I, I'm thinking we'll do the next special. We'll do. We'll arrange it. We'll get a couple yeah. of we'll get a couple of pilot episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll screen them, mm-hmm. and we can get people to come and join us. That's good. It's only thirty seats. It'll be cosy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, cosy. Limited numbers. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, quality. But not there's quantity. a bar upstairs, so you can bring down the drinks and. Um... Mate, that is a cracking idea. I've had I've had some absolutely <laughs> stinking ideas this week. That is not one of them. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's a really good place. Like really cool place as well. All right, really watch cool this place. space for more details. Okay. Anyway, as random as all that was, yep. that does sort of uh, you know, kind of give you an idea of the sort of shows we've watched. Keenan and Kel, very but mad. We've got the best line in Keenan and Kel. Oh, go on then. Which is when they're in court and uh, Kel is up on the witness stand. Yep. Because he's the only witness. He's the only witness. To the, to the screw and the tuna. And he's been trained by Keenan to like basically tell the story. But unfortunately, the pressure's on. The pressure is right on Kel. He can't hold it back anymore. He has to admit it. He's the one. So Keenan says, Kel, could you please explain to me and the court what happened? He goes, I did it, man. I did it. I'm so sorry. I did it. I dropped the screw in the tuna. I did it. I the screw in the tuna. And he says that about 50 times. Yeah, he says it about two minutes yeah. on repeat. But he's walking around the courtroom. Begging on, not to. Yeah, but he's not walking on his feet. He's walking on the sides of his feet like it, like he's been injured. Yeah, I think that, that, ah, I'm not sure he's ever been given screw. enough credit for the, the effort it would have taken him to have marched around. If you try and do that, turn your feet out and walk on the insides of your yeah. ankles in trainers, right? Back it's and forwards. It's oh God, really yeah. hard it's work and it's painful. And like the fact that the jury, because there was obviously a, um, a jury of actors there, didn't laugh. Not a straight face. Not a smirk in sight. Class acting from the jury. <laughs> it's Top so notch. Um, brilliant. Brilliant first episode. Absolutely brilliant. Loved it. So contra- uh, contrary to what I said about Fresh Prince, I don't think I'd ever seen, um, well, I'm certain I'd never seen the, f- the pilot episode to Fresh Prince before. Yeah. I have definitely seen this episode on several occasions. I haven't. Um, I loved it though. Probably when it was first aired and throughout the late 90s. Yeah. And I never realised it was episode number one. <laughs> yeah. Never realised. It doesn't feel like an episode one because it feels like they're, they're just in it. Exactly. And, so, and, and any good pilot, whether it's a sketch show like this, which it sort of is, mm-hmm. or if it's a big uh, drama, if it's a sci-fi show, periods, work, whatever, you shouldn't have to necessarily say, hello, this is this, what the show is about. Yeah. Now, some shows do that really well in, say, 24. Um, designated Survivor we talked about recently as well yeah. another Kiefer Sutherland one which comes up with the text on screen to kind of give you the overlay of the land um, but most shows drop you straight into it as if you've already seen it before yep. and you can pick it up from there and this show is very much like that you can just drop straight into this episode and feel like oh okay this is how this show works cool no worries and you could probably watch these shows in different orders because the episodes are sort of standalone but you're always following the antics of Keenan and Kel yes who are just absolutely brilliant. A great duo, by the way. So good. Like all, like all the classics. And even in the theme song, they they kind of call out a few of classic like duos like yep. Penn and Teller, yeah. um, Siegfried and Roy, um, and some other ones I can't remember. Um, but yeah, they're right up there, Keenan and Kel. And this is why this show is so loved. Yeah. And it's a shame that we don't see Kel much anymore, but we see Keenan every week on Saturday Night Live. He's br- absolutely brilliant. Been on it for 11 or 12 years. Is it really that long he's been yeah, on it? Yeah, he's like the wow. longest. Just because he's so good, he's irreplaceable. There were only four seasons. Yeah, um, It actually episodes. ends in... Um, 2000? Well, 1999. Uh, the, oh. the last season ran for about... 
uh, se- well, nine episodes, it says here, uh, a double a double header with, ah, oh, here it goes to Hollywood, part one and two. <laughs> then there was a one, there was another episode a month later called Oh Brother. Then there was another episode on the on New Year's Eve okay. of two, 1999. There was a film called Good Burger as well that cool. came out. That, but that's yeah. a class film. If Great. you've not seen Good Burger, see that film. I need on VHS. <laughs> Um, there was an episode on New Year's Eve called Futurama. This is New oh. Year's Eve 1999. Okay. There was then another episode released on the 1st of April 2000 called The April Fools. And then the final episode, from what I can see on IMDb, Tales from the Clip, released on the 3rd of May 2000. But all getting high sevens and eights on IMDb. It's just um, great. But what do we think of the pilot? That's the most important question here. And that's time now to put them against our list of commandments. Yeah. But we'll do the Fresh Prince first. So, okay. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, okay. Do you want to watch episode two? Good question. I do, I but not immediately. It. Yeah. I don't need good. to watch it right now, but I do. I would like to watch on. And I think I'd like to watch on in order. Having now watched episode one yeah. and seen the setup, I think I'd like to watch on in order. Mm-hmm. Does it have a memorable theme tune? Yes. yes, it does. Does it mention the title of the show? Yes, it, it does. does. Yeah. What have you found there? I found a good burger on VHS on, on, on <laughs> of eBay. Of course you have. Uh, <laughs> you can get it for about a tenner, which is, which is pretty good. That's all well and good, but most people don't have VHS players anymore, Jed. Oh, yeah. Most people live in 2019. I watch VHS every day. Uh, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Fresh Prince, definitely. Yes, definitely. you're going on this new journey with Will. Actual classic template for a pilot yeah. is... Yeah. Very much so. Would you pause for a pee? No. No. Likewise, wouldn't do it. Don't think you need to anyway. Yeah. Do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? Quite a few of them, actually. Uncle Phil and Will. Yep. Um... Yeah, a little bit sorry for Jeffrey to start with because he's like obviously he's got this yeah. nice family to work for. Uh, obviously, look after him and, and very polite back, but and then he suddenly got this. <laughs> Let's call it a tribulation, a trial mm-hmm. um, with Will arriving. Yeah. So we're sort of slightly sorry for him, but I'm sure it'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend it? Oh, definitely, of course. Yeah. It's, it's a classic. It's a 90s classic. Is there a mic drop? No, not at all. Not a hard one, but I think it's interesting when the piano bit at the end. It's a sort of, it's a very soft sort I of... I coming a mile off. Yeah, you did now, mm. but would you have done in 1991? Probably not. I don't know. Obviously, you've cared in 1991. Yeah. That's the question. <laughs> uh, does it defy expectations? It means it. I've always thought this was an amazing. I show. think as a pilot episode, yes. Yeah. I think I would. I was. I'm more impressed by this, knowing having watched it and thought this is episode one. This is how they started the show. I'm like, this is a strong start. Yeah, stronger than I would have expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Lots more thought gone into it than perhaps yeah. you might have assumed. Has it aged well? Yeah, you can, you can watch it now, no problem. Same issues. Yeah. Um, the climate change subject that Hillary brings up. Yeah. How relevant is that still 28 years later? This was episode one, and then we're talking about climate change. And um, I mean, it's all false. Like Hillary's very much being fake about it, yeah. but the issues and the way she talks about it is actually still very, very on point yeah. today. It surprised me, actually. Yeah. And it's the hype reel for a fresh prince. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. It's brilliant. And Will Smith's amazing. So, yeah, it is top notch. So, what do you score it? I'm giving it a 7.5. I liked it a lot. Yep. I think the fact I don't... I'm not running to watch the next episode means quite a lot. It's quite a big tell. Um, Yeah. It's it's great, but I don't think it deserves to be up there with some of the ones we've already watched. So I'm giving it a 7.5. I'm going to match you. Yeah? Yeah. I kind of agree with that. I was tempted by an 8, 
by giving it a bit more thought now about how thoughtful they've been with the conversation between Will and Phil at the end. Yeah. That that kind of gave me a bit more like, oh, actually, maybe this is better than I even, even I originally kind of felt it was when yeah. I watched it. But no, a 7.5, I think, is a very Seven fair right. score for it. 15. Okay. 15's a damn good score. It's a, it's a good score. It's yeah. a very good uh, selection of shows. We're on 15. Um, they are, there's a full list of the league table yeah. um, available to have a look at. Um, when we get to a take 110 in a few weeks' time, yeah. we'll give you a new version of the table with the last 10 weeks' worth yeah. of shows. Um, a score for Keenan and Kel. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pleasantly pleased that it's an episode I'd seen before, and <laughs> it became and it's the first one, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure it's quite as good as Fresh Prince. Agreed. It's uniquely different, yeah. but I'm not sure it's quite as good. So I'm going to say seven. Mm-hmm. I probably laughed more at Keenan and Kel just because of the acting. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. But when it comes down to it, the, the it was there was more meat on on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This was a bit light and a bit silly. Um, but I still really, really liked it. Still recommend it. But yeah, I think seven's a fair score. I'm going to give it that as well. All right, very, very good. But so fourteen. 14. Yeah, I mean, given the say, you know, we, we've got shows down on five points. That's from both of us. <laughs> like as total between Jed and I. Um, snatch and Big Bang Big Bang Theory oh my god there's, there's some absolute stinkers by the way we don't always do shows which we absolutely love that's yeah. that's what we aim to do is be honest with you if the show is a massive hit even the likes of Big Bang mm-hmm. one of the most watched shows on television the first episode is an absolute stinker there's, mm-hmm. it's just just doesn't work but yeah. that's what we're honest about it and we, we watch shows and this, this podcast has led me to watching whole shows from start to finish yeah, yeah. in the past Sopranos is one of them Prison Break I'm nearly nearly at the end of season oh, four really oh nice uh, nearly finished season four what do you think that. of it like do you think it still holds up I think it still holds yeah, up I've heard so many people say it doesn't I think it does and I think they're all idiots yeah 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 and if they listen to this, you know who you are. <laughs> um, I genuinely think you, it holds up really well. Yeah, and you watched the one with the girl in the bag as well. What was it called again? Black- uh, Blacklist. Black- no, Blind uh, Blind Spot. Blind Spot. Uh, Blacklist is another one I've been watching. Yeah, I need to keep watching. That's um, good. That's good. Um, Have you watched the new series of Strange, Strange Things, by the way? Series no, three. so that's one of the things I'm, I'm a long way behind on. Brilliant. That, Afterlife, and Designated Survivor are three of the shows on my list of, like, I need okay. to sit and watch. But All goodies. Prison Break nearly finished. Orange is the New Black is coming back soon. We've reviewed that in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, movie, a few other shows bang, banging around at the moment yeah. that I would like to get into at some point, but there's so much to watch and so little time to watch it in. So do you have so a recommendation ta- of what you want to watch next week? Well, that's what I was coming on to. Okay. Nicely, nicely done there, Jed. <laughs> Picked up on the, 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 the hint. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I've got a lot banging around my brain and I'm not entirely sure. Well, if I go first, I can, I can give you... If you've got something in mind. I do, yeah. It's a show I watched recently and, I, and as okay. soon as I watched it, I was like, we need to do this. All right. It's Russian Doll, which is on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, I'd kind of been putting off watching it because people were telling me, Jed, you'd love this. And as soon right. as I hear that, I'm like, I want to leave it till the end of my list then because yeah, um, yeah, I don't yeah. like people telling me what to watch. <laughs> um, I don't do as I'm told. Yeah, but I watched it and yeah, everyone was right. It's brilliant. And um, the first episode... Quick synopsis. It's about a woman who... Uh, every, she It's basically Groundhog Day, but if you were a woman and you're a bit of a junkie and an alcoholic... And you keep reliving the same day again and again and again, and right. you don't know why. Oh, bit sci-fi, a bit sci-fi, dark comedy, uh, quite mm. raw and okay, but Crikey. great. 
And um, it's um, Netflix. Russian Doll. It's on Netflix. Okay. Uh, a bit of stuff for that. What I would like to do in the near future, if yep. it's possible, and you're happy to do this, because I'm not sure you're going to like this. Oh, okay. Um, I'd really like to do... <laughs> you're going to hate me saying this. I want to do Love Island. <laughs> if, you, if only you could Welcome see the Welcome to the last if episode of you The could Pilot. See, if only you could see... If you've never, have you ever watched any of it? I, I, I don't want. Uh, no, if I, no. Have you ever watched? I've not any watched of it? a single second Fine. of it. Okay, I'm going to make us do it. I, I honestly think you're going to, you'll eat not eat your words, but I honestly think you'll think better of it than you initially in th- instinctively feel like. Anyway, we'll do that in the next few weeks. Okay. Um, I promise you'll be more impressed by it than you. No, I you won't will. Be. I promise you will. Oh um, Alright, Russian doll though. I've got to find something for that. Blind me. Yeah. So something. Oh, okay. I think I think we have to go for something that I've been meaning to sit and watch. Yeah. Something with a female protagonist. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure a female protagonist comes into it, but there is definitely a female lead of sorts. Maniac. Ooh. Okay. uh, Jonah Hill? No, it's not it's Jonah, Jonah Hill. It's Jonah Hill, it's isn't it? Jonah and Hill and Emma Stone. That's it. Yeah, I met. Keep the- seeing the preview for this yeah. like flashing up on Netflix. So as it's as we're on Netflix already for uh, Russian Doll, let's yeah. do it against Maniac. I've, I've got a little bit of a story, which I'll tell in full on the actual episode. But just okay. quickly now, um, I was at this uh, party and uh, of course you were. This the, this guy came over to me and was like blah 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 blah. I produced Maniac, and I was like what Maniac, the TV show on Netflix, and he's like yeah. And it's basically based on a Norwegian show that no one ever watched. Um, oh, and he okay. just took it and just transferred to, to America. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll watch it and I'll tell you what I think of it next week. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's good, isn't he? He's good. If you listen, if you're, if you're as annoyed by him as I am, you can tweet him your frustrations. Jed, where are you? You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd, which is J E D S H E P H E R D. And I'm at The Jellyman, which is T H E Jellyman. Yeah. Uh, tweet us uh, thoughts on the shows we've watched and reviewed this week. Um, if you've got any thoughts that differ or agree, mm-hmm. great. If you've got shows that you're watching right now, whether they're new things uh, on streaming on Netflix and Amazon, yeah. whether they're shows on The Beeb or ITV, Channel 4, American shows, British shows, foreign shows. Hulu, Shudder, Amazon any streaming service yeah we could be all day listing the sites yeah. you know what they are if, if you're watching something you're absolutely obsessed with right now yeah. let us know what it is we'll watch the pilot episode and give you our thoughts on it and mm-hmm. add it to the list of course um, so tweet us and hashtag put it on the list Yeah. Uh, and we will and your suggestions are often boosted straight to the top of the pile yeah. um, because your suggestions are often better than our ones anyway yeah. <laughs> clearly because I suggested the Big Bang Theory um, lovely right let's do another one next week then take 107 is Maniac versus Russian Doll that just leaves me to say see you later alligator ah here goes that was going to be my line stole it from it <laughs> <laughs>